Welcome back to the Jack Attack Show. We're going to change the name. I was going to call it Jack Attack Hour, but you know what? Sometimes people don't even have an hour. Some people don't even have one, two, three, five, thirty seconds to listen to. So we'll go as long as... <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, we'll go as long as the show needs to go for. So welcome back. Happy, you know, Gregorian New Greg Gregorian calendar New Year. We know when the new year is, but we'll go with it. We'll go with it. We're living in this realm, so we'll go with it for now. So happy 2022. I think it's a very magical number. We'll do a, I'll do a little podcast on the number. It's special to my heart, 222. Um, but we'll do that after. We'll do that in a little bit. We'll do that while we kind of get settled into the new year here. So welcome back to the Jack Attack Show. I am Jackie, Miss Jacks, a.k.a. Financial Yogi on um, Instagram, I'm Jacks Prasad on Facebook, and I am Jackie to the world on TikTok and soon Snapchat and Twitter when I get to it. There's a couple things going on. So let's get right into it. Um, my last podcast was about observation. Uh, one thing uh, about, I think I'm going to call this the, the, the O's, the O's of transformation, right? <laughs> short story I used to go on these um all exclusive trips with my parents my parents were like I'm the baby of five and you know just put it this way my youngest brother is like 14 years difference from me right so yeah my sister used to introduce me as the oopsie baby and yeah I can understand why so anyways I used to have to go on the trips with my parents and all these all inclusive right like and it was like open bar and you know you go on these excursions all day and all this good stuff and you know and when you're on all-inclusive like there's games and there's stuff at the pool and you meet so many cool people and yada 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 ray 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 so one time my parents who uh they're much they're double my age like yeah like anyways they were playing bingo at the pool and every time bingo they would get to 069 right oh 69 right and i didn't know back i was 12 years old i'm like why is this guy getting so hype on this years later come to find out oh 69 is so this is the big 069 these are my 069s of transformation so the next one is obsession yeah i said it obsession People get scared of that word obsession, but realistically, like I'm going to pertain it to business mind frame right now and growth mind frame, development mind frame that that like as obsession, because you can go left with this real hard. Like you could be like psychically, like psychotically obsessed with something, something, someone, whatever, yada, yada. But we're not going left. We're going fully right. No left turns. Right. So. You know, once the, I, I don't know if people understand like what obsession looks like. I know I didn't. That's why I say people if, if they understand it, because I know I know I didn't like really understand what obsession was like. I did get lost in like raising my children for the last however years or 23, 20, 17 and nine. Right. So for the last those many years, I've been just really staying focused on them and trying to prepare them for things that I was never prepared for as a child, but I was trying to catch up to it too at the same time. So it was a, it was a strange dynamic. There was not a moment where you could really, really like sit down and like contemplate these uh, like psychologies of the world and, you know, 
think deeper on that next level, like not just that plateau level, that next level, like next level being like you're made for greater things and, you know, change your mindset, put yourself in different scenarios, put yourself around people that have what you want, not in a envious, jealous, red eye type of manner. No, not that type of way to observe it. Like my first my first O, my first big O was observation. And observation is very, very key. One thing with observation, like we won't go back to that because we did that in our my first podcast. Yeah, shout out to my first podcast. This is a process. <laughs> um, but one thing about observation, it teaches you patience. You know, patience, patience, patience. Patience is a privilege. We'll do we'll do P's of P's of transformation too, because I have a couple P's too. Anyways, back to our topic at, at hand, which is obsession. With transformation and reaching your greatest potential, your divine purpose, your calling, you know, pushing you, stretching you to who you are divinely determined to be and who your spirit is to be one thing about obsession is that you have to be obsessed with it you have to grow habits that keep you focused and on track towards that obsession now some people like in my industry Uh, my new industry like I'm going to say I've been here but I've been here I've been here a year now I've been here a year and a little bit and I've been exposed to this industry for many more years I think we all are exposed to it one thing about my industry which is an MLL in MLM I know everybody's gonna like oh no not one of those I was a pyramid Uh, whatever yeah we all do it we're all we're all in a pyramid system unless you're a true 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 bottoms up type of entrepreneur which i like really is everybody if anybody a real true on like bottoms up entrepreneur there's very small percentage it is a very very small percentage but in anything that we do any type of act we do and unless we're walk working solitary i mean like what i don't know what whoever works solitary like whoever i don't know whatever job that is but you're always working with somebody you're always serving somebody. You're either be a coworker, a manager, a boss, a supervisor, a customer, whatever. You're at every point in anybody's career, which is work, right? Is to serve somebody. Even if you are your own independent entrepreneur, you're serving yourself. Not only you're serving yourself, you're serving your people. You are the head of that. You are the spokesperson. You are serving your customer because that customer's words are going to go tenfold deep, <clears throat> right? We don't want that. None of all, all, every independent entrepreneur, business person does not want their name ruined at any expense. Their name is their word, as we call it out here, is bond. That's what we're, that's what it is. You know, we have to keep true to that, right? So being obsessed with, uh, what we do on a daily basis, what whatever that is. I used to work in the hospital every day. I would pick up shifts. I would work 16 hours. You know, the people, shout out to the people who work in healthcare, frontline workers. Shout out, shout out, shout out. You know, we do it out of compassion and, and, and that's how they drain, drain the 
F out of all of us. And that's where, you know, that's where I drew my line when COVID came up. And that's when I had turned the leaf and I had to really, as I say, if, you know, check me out on IG, I talk about it. You, You take that leap of faith. I had a secure, secure, secure position. You know, I left it. I signed it and I threw in the towel. I waved that white flag. But I did it because there was better to come. There's better to come. But before before dawn, it's the darkest, right? Like, And before anything good comes, it's usually, usually disarray. I remember one time I was pregnant with, I think, my daughter, my third daughter, so 17, 18 years ago. And I was fairly pregnant. And I went to church because my... Uh, my that other side of the family is uh, my my kid's dad's side of the family is their ministers. So I go to church this Sunday and I'm probably due within like a couple days. I'm heavily pregnant, sitting in the back because I don't go to church. So I'm sitting in the back doing it out of respect, sitting in the back, big belly. And it's like the it's like the preacher looked at me and said he's going to change his sermon. And to tell you the truth, at the end of the whole sermon, he, he comes to me and he says, I changed the sermon because I saw you. But he but his his sermon then changed to um, labor pains. And it and it was the encouragement. Like he changed it for me um, because he knew he could see in my face at that moment that, you know, I, I needed these words to resonate through me and to, to frequent frequent through me because I knew within days I had that baby. And um, fun fact: two of my two of my babies are home births, so I, I was going I was gonna go into war in a couple of days. Let's put it that way. So, anyways, the sto- the moral of the story, the point of my the point I am making here is that he says to us, he says to the congregation, in labor, when you're about to give birth to that baby, it is when it's going to hurt the most. It is when you think you can't do it any longer. When you, when you want to give up and throw in that white towel and you can't because you're at the finish line. You cannot. It's like a runner who's run how many of her kilometers. You ever watch those sports clips and they're like literally crawling to the finish line because you've worked so hard for it. Because everything good comes right after that. It's like when you face fear. As soon as you face fear in its face, everything great is on the other side of it. You've conquered You've, David conquered Goliath, one sling of a stone. That's what you've done when you face fear. That's easier said than done. Facing fear takes armor, takes tools in your belt, takes practice, takes big habits. You know, that's part of obsession also. You know, like sometimes um, I was talking back to the career I've gone into and, you know, I have an amazing product. I, like I, I, that's what I, I started my podcast for, you know, tell you a little bit about who I am. Eventually, we're going to get other people on here and we're going to have like worldwide discussions because everything ties into money. And yeah, the m- money is the root of all evil. But no, it's not because you are in control of your own thoughts. Money is just tangible an asset, tangible asset, but you are in control of your thoughts. If you do good with your money, you can change the world with money. You know, it's what you do with your thoughts that you want to say money is the root of all evil. You know, it's not. It challenges you and some people think that that's, that, that's the root of all evil. And that's what I come back to obsession. That's where I come back to obsession. In my first podcast, I talk about a family member that challenged me about money, about, you know, when you're going to get this money. And then they, part of their challenge was part of this obsession. Because it, it, 
they always say that the people who are closest to you or your friend's circle, specifically kind of your friend circle, are going to be the last ones to support you until you make it. And one of the reasons is, is because one, first of all, they can't believe that you're going to do this because they come from the same area. So how can you do it? And they couldn't. Well, that's your willpower. That's your determination. That's that's your character. And two, they don't want to feel inferior to you, right? So that's, and then, but when you finally make it, it's like, oh, yeah, hey, we are always cheering you on, yeah, oh. But during the time, oh, what's that little small business thing you got going? Oh, yeah, I haven't heard you talk about that too much. Oh, oh, you're always spending time. You know, there's always something. That's what, in the first podcast, I talk about, like, why do we have to tell people all of our ambitions, you know, to get validation, to do, to get what? To get their, their lack of support. So back to obsession though. And <clears throat> you know, it's how we they say that it takes 21 days to set a habit. 90 days to set like to set a trend. And that's to be consistent every day. You know, and consistency is also obsession. Cuz what is consistency? Doing the same maybe not the same action, but doing the same motion every day. Every day you're feeding it. You're feeding it. It's like a plant. It's a seed that's growing, right? So just like in labor pains, the, the hardest part is right when, you know, that baby's coming, the joy, the, the, all this hard work, these nine months, the sickness, the tired, the heavy, the stretch marks, the yada, this, yada, that, everything that a woman goes through, it's, it's, it's your your fruition, right? Sorry, I have a hard time saying that word and they got stuck. Only <laughs> nearly inhaled my lip. <laughs> but look when a seed grows. When does a seed grow? Like, let, let's, look, let's look at the basics of it. Like, let's go back to basics. Going back to basics will take us very, very far. The basics, the ABCs. Look where a seed grows from. Little tiny seed grows in the darkness of the soil. And we don't see it, but the blessing of God is that, and the merciful God is that we see it when it pops through the soil. But we don't know the magic that's going on in the dark, but there's magic going on in the dark because three, four days later, you'll see it pop through, right? Baby, you know what's going on in the dark? Nine months later, you're going to see what was going on in the dark, right? So... Even with that, it takes consistency for that seed to grow. You need to water it. You need to love it. You need to eat properly. You need to sleep properly. You need to take care of your body. If you're, if, if it's a baby we're talking about, if it's a plant, you need to make sure that it has the right amount of light. You know, you have to care for it. You have to talk to it. You can't just leave it in the corner and don't talk to it. Don't feed it. Don't do that. It's going to die on you. Same with your your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, your businesses, your new adventures, your leap of faith, your relationships. Same concept. Same equivalent. Like a seed growing in the dark. You're trusting that seed's going to grow in the dark. And you're trusting yourself. Just with faith. Same with faith. You know, everything, you're not going to just one day wake up and have a beautiful bank account. You got to work for it. But every day you're working for it. It's like your seed in the, you're the seed in the soil. You're getting watered. You're doing the work. You're putting in, you're learning. You're being consistent. You're answering those calls. You're talking to your customers. You're talking to your students. You're talking to your clients. You know, you're learning on the side. 
Your plant's getting watered. It's getting sun. It's getting taken out of the sun. It's being talked to nice. You're studying. You're learning. You're building team. You know, you're building relationships within your teams. You're growing your network. Network. N-E-T-W-O-R-K. Network. And when you grow your network, by doing your consistent actions... For whatever your pathway is leading you down, small business, your business, career, real estate, athlete, fitness, yoga, healer, you are building your network work. And through those actions and those energies, your net worth, N-E-T-W-O-R-T-H, would also be growing. What you give out is what you'll get back. Obsession. Some people, as I was saying, I've probably said it three, four times, talk about our industry, my MLL, multi-level marketing. I'm showing you a product. That's what I'm doing. I'm showing you what I got in my back pocket and I trust the product so much because I use it. That's why I'm showing you it. That's what mar- mar- multi-level marketing is. I think some people have watched bad, slimy 80s What's that? What are those freaking movies called? Somebody freaking text me and tell me. Dirty, rotten, scandal movies. <laughs> oh, man. We're in 2022. Word of mouth. We don't know the spreads. Basics. Remember what I said? Back to basics. Back to life. Back to reality. Remember? Remember these things? Back to basics. I don't know. I'm going to... My podcast right now, I hope whoever's listening to it, I hope they get encouragement from it. I hope it builds their fire. I so I hope it lights their I hope I hope I hope it's gasoline that lights your fire. That will that will, you know, encourage you to keep doing what you need to do. We're all in this together. There's what? 7.9 billion people. Somebody look it up. That's a lot of people on the face of this earth. It's a lot of people on the face of the earth. Now, if you're living in North America, where I'm living, we're probably working 60 hours a week just to freaking pay rent and eat some food. And if you're not working 60 hours a week, which I, you have to be working 60 hours a week. And if you're working those 60 hours a week at a minimum wage job, you're just getting by. If you're working those 60 hours a week at a nice, substantial paying job, yeah, you're living okay. You're living okay. But okay is bare minimums. That's why people who are living paycheck to paycheck, that no, that's not right on the face of this earth. Because... Abundance is our birthright. Freedom is our birthright. It is. And we can get deep on another podcast about where that has been corrupted and where it starts from. You know, we'll go to, we'll, we'll get to those levels. Who knows? This is chapter one. We'll, we'll get there. Right now it's introductories. Hi, my name is Jackie. How are you? <laughs> so my topic today was obsession. And, you know, I encourage you to be obsessed. You know, also, you know, sometimes I looked at obsession. I used to, I remember one time my ex called me that I was obsessed with him. Not just my ex, my high school sweetheart, four children, 22 years. He's he's not just my ex. He said, oh, you're so obsessed with me. And I think that's where I got this bad taste in my mouth for that word obsession. Because I wasn't obsessed with him. I was in love with him. I wanted to, like, absorb him. I wanted to be consistent with him. That's what 
And I, I, I correlated the word obsession with something that was negative. And when I look back, I said, hey, when I look back, when, you know, have you ever watched those memes where it says when a woman stops speaking, you're in real trouble? Yeah, when I look back and I stopped speaking and I did not care anymore, and I look back to when I was called obsessed, I'm like, wow, anybody would die to be obsessed. Obsession is not a bad thing. It's a bad thing when you take it to, to, to the extremes of obsession, okay? Every, there's an extreme to everything. It's a bad thing when you take it to extremes. But when you are focused and when you are thirsty for achieving your dreams, your aspirations, your goals, achieving for others around you, whether it be your, 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 your own offspring, children, excuse me, your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncles, your grandma, your grandpa, whether it be your community, whether it be your dogs you take care of, that you've re- you want to rescue all of them and open up your own sanctuary to rescue dogs, or whatever it is. Whatever your heart's desires, they need to be fulfilled. And to fulfill your heart's desires, your heart is a living organism. It's the core of your being. I think bigger than your brain, to tell you the honest truth, because your heart goes off vibration that sends it through the rest of your body. So in my in my opinion, Jack's opinion, it's Jack Attack Show. Your heart is kind of, it is the one leading the way here. Fulfill your heart's desires. When you fulfill your heart's desires, the frequency of the world will go up. You know, my, my MLL, my business that I have right now, I'm into financial education, but a lifestyle platform. A platform is like a hub. It's a hub. It's like a, a, a bus terminal. You ever, I travel, and for the last 17 years, I haven't quote-unquote driven. Read between the lines, family. And... Oh, what was my point? Shit. But... Oh, I don't know what my point was. It's like, whoosh, gone through. Spirit took it spirit took away but it was on a good it was on a good realm i can't remember what i was talking about um but yeah you know fulfilling your heart's desires and you know charging the frequency of the earth like we're talking about my business like my oh i was talking about my financial education lifestyle platform it's like a hub it's like the bus terminal oh that's what i was telling you back on track holy woo went left far left but yeah, like when you get to a transfer point, like you're there. There's trains, there's subways, there's buses, there's streetcars, there's cabs, there's Ubers, there's Lyft drivers, there's whatever you have in your country. There's that, right? And it will take you when you get to that transfer spot, it will take you where you need to go. To the furthest destination you can imagine. I am astonished, astonished with transportation. You know, one thing about traveling public transportation, one, it really gets you uh, in the ground, like the footwork, the um, like the groundwork, the nitty gritty gets you in there with people. And another thing is that you can really, really go far. You you can if your heart is your heart's desires take you to where you want to go. You can go far in your travel, on your excursions, you know, and it, it teaches you this resilience, um, you know, traveling from one point to the other, different than driving. Do not get me wrong. I am a driver. If I could drive Formula One, Fast and the Furious, those little Italian mob cars, what are they called? Uh, Fiat's, yo, those ones? Jeez. What's that movie called? Italian Job? My number one 
start writing my favorites down. Italian job is on the top five. The Italian job. I, I think I've rinsed that like times a, a thousand million times. Just repeat that right now. Mm-hmm. I'm a driver. I'm a driver. But um, <clears throat> I've been traveling public transportation for many, many years now. And I think there's a reason. Everything happens for you, not to you. Please write that saying down. That will be a staple in all of my podcasts. It, everything happens for you, not to you. And, you know, what? basics of that statement is that if you think you're the victim of everything at all times, guess what, sweetheart, honey bun, sir, king, queen, empress, you will be the victim because <laughs> you are in victim mentality. But if you look at it as like, okay, why did this happen to me? Oh, shit. A car accident just happened on the highway. I was supposed to be on 25 minutes ago. Thank God I didn't get there. You know, everything happens for you, not to you. My dog got attacked. Oh, shit. Maybe I should have had him on the, the leash. Then I would have known where my dog was and he wouldn't have been attacked. Everything happens for you, not to you. And from when you change that, it's like I was talking to one of my friends the other day and he sent me something and, you know, I said it's scarcity versus prosperity. If you're living in this scarce mind frame all the time, all your life, guess what? You're, you are creating this really low vibe around you. Can you imagine what scarcity vibe looks like? If you put a glass of water on a speaker, you will see that glass of water vibrate. And that's because it's coming from the speaker, which is creating vibrations called sound. That's us. We are vibration. So can you imagine what scarcity looks like coming out of our body? Probably looks gray. If you could, uh, like, honestly, I would, I would name it a color. <laughs> gray looks, you know, like on a foggy day, you got to drive slow. That's, that's where I relate it to. You're fogged up. I read this book one time called uh, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. In the introductory, go read it. It says we are fogged up in our mind by the majota, which is the fog. It's the overthinking. It's the thinking three days in advance when we're not right here. Did you figure out what you're making for dinner today? But why are you worrying about what you're going to wear in three days? Majota. Whatever we're bogging up our mind around because we can't. The, the, the neurons, the, the pathways, they're getting fogged up. That's, that's anxiety. That's living in the future, right? But that's the fog. And that's where scarcity, when you live in this mind frame, this, this frequency of, it's a low energy, scarcity. And then if you look how far that comes from, it's not just this generation, not just your mom and dad's frequency, it goes further than that. You know, we just think like, I don't know, sometimes human beings, they, they've, they've fucking science experiment themselves. I'm sorry for swearing if there's people listening, but I have to because what's wrong with us sometimes? Why do we think we're the greatest? The greatest of all time. We're a man. We're made in the greatest image of God. In the image of God, not him himself. In the image of God, we have to live up to it. To him, to her, to source, to frequency, live up to it.
So scarcity versus prosperity, that energy is is low, man. Now, if you think of prosperity, I think of like high energy colors. Like I don't think of gray. I think of like yellow and orange and red. And I, I love blue, so I have to throw in blue. But that's what I think of prosperity. Scarcity versus prosperity. We got to raise our energy fields. And how we do that is by being consistent every day, by being obsessed with whatever our heart's desires is, and to get in, to get the key to the right vehicle to drive us to our destinies. You know, and that's what, what I have going on my platform. One, number one thing, I'll tell you right now, I have a lot of family stuff going on right now. We'll get into that in a couple podcasts. I think it's too raw right now to get into, but you will get to know me and, and what we've been kind of um, battling for the last year now right Uh, a little bit longer than that but we'll get into that later on but you know like sorry i just lost my train of thought on you know what's been kind of going on in the last year but we're gonna get to that in a different episode but my my key thing is you know stay consistent be obsessed with what you want of changing who you are. I did a 90 day fat loss journey program, you know, shout out to my trainer, um, at modern sapien, check him out on IG. And I did it. And I did it for my body. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't but I didn't mainly do it for my body. I've been training, I've been running. It's what helped me get me through um, my separation when I left my my children's dad fitness was the thing that saved me fitness and my dogs i saved three dogs during that period of time um but one of my dogs uh, marcus garvey i love marcus garvey so i named my dog garvey uh me and him used to do a lot of hikes three four hour hikes a lot of running stair climbing you know i i had to um to get me to where i needed to get to it was the only thing and that's part of energy that was part of the frequency i could have stayed in bed you know, played the victim mode, wrapped up in my blankets, cried until my eyes puffed out, got haggy, got wrinkled. Nah, I wasn't going there. I love myself too much. So I went the opposite way. I went to life. I went to nature. I took my dog with me. I saved a dog out of a garbage can. And then a couple years later, about a year and a half later, I saved another dog that um, one of my best friends, um, her family member couldn't take care of it. So those how I got my three dogs. We'll get in. That will be another episode too. So but fitness so i did the 30 day 90 day sorry 90 day fat loss journey and i did it for my mind frame but what i was trying to say was that i i had already been in fitness during that period of time i was changing my body i wanted to see something different i had my first child i was pregnant with my first child when i was 17 18 years old um so your body changes then i had my second one at 21 and then i had my third one at 26 and then i had my fourth one at 20 at 32 so it was a long period of time of my body you know healing itself boom going through trauma birth is a trauma to challenge me i'll fight birth is a challenge it takes at least three three to seven years to get your body back into shape and your mental mental stress back in shape boom i did it again boom i did it again boom i did it again so now in my 40th year um i really wanted to just see something completely different so that's why i did the challenge but um I did it mostly for the mindset was to change that mind fret to curb your food to curb what you eat to watch what you eat to become obsessed 
to become obsessed. I was obsessed. I made the same shake every day. I ate the same breakfast every day. I ate the same snack every day. I ate the same lunch every day, the same afternoon snack, and the same evening meal every day. Every day, 90 days. I could have switched it. Don't get me wrong. I could have switched it, but I was good. I was good. I was building this relationship with food that I didn't have before. Uh, it, It was... And it was annoying. It was a habit. There's a book. I haven't read it. I'm going to shout it out. I'm not going to say, I don't know the author right now, but it's called Atomic Habits. It must be, it must be calling me right now because it's been actually the, the, the foreground of my whole thought of habits and obsessions is this book, which trains you, um, you know, to create really good habits that we don't even know what we're doing every day. Um, putting on your socks first, your pants, your shirt, your yada, yada. These little things are little habits every day that correlate to obsession that is connected to your heart's desires. I think it goes hand in hand. To me, it's like holding each other's hand. And one of my things, one of my, my philosophies that I, that I love is that we're all holding, our hand, holding each other's hands home. And to me, holding hands is one of the most sacred things that you can do with the next human being. Um, I feel your heart beats through your hands. Just like when you sleep on someone's chest and you hear their heart beating, I feel the same thing with when you exchange hands, that energy of exchanging hands. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that, uh, yeah, that's what, you know, it's like, it's like that. Um, but <clears throat> I just wanted to come out here and talk about my my developing progress through this little entrepreneurship through changing you know taking leaps of face and getting to know people out there and touching and talking about real life issues and you know making things okay I want to be part of that one percent that tries to make things okay and if I can be a living testimony to it And I can be the lighthouse in the darkest of the seas to help lead the ships back home. Then I sign up. I'm all in. Same with my business. I'm all in. I do have a beautiful platform, a lifestyle financial education platform, you know, that can lead you to generational wealth. Uh, It it teaches you new skill set. It takes you out the box frame of mentality. We always get mad the rich are getting richer. It's just because the common person doesn't know what they're doing. They don't have that special pass, that VIP membership into what they're doing because we're too busy living at a scarcity mindset. But when you flip over and you face that fear and you go onto the other side of that mountain, which is prosperity, and you start seeing, and if you hear my voice, you know, opportunity knocks more than once and twice but maybe not three times so you know it's that time to start doing for you you've been trained we've all been trained if you ever worked in a a corporation job if you ever worked a mom and pop shop job even if you have your own business you've been trained you know how to function in it being trained means you know when to punch in, you know when to punch out, you know when break time is, you know when lunch time is, you know all of the duties you have to do in your job description. You've been trained. We all have been. It's what we do with our training, how we look at it. Do we look at it scarcity or do we look at prosperity? Do we look just for ourselves or do we look for others? 
when you look for others you go a lot farther you know anyways guys um we're at the 35 minute mark i'm not gonna go much longer than this i appreciate all of you who ever hear my voice um i'm getting better at it i'll be more consistent i'll get obsessed with my podcast the jack attack show um it's mine and you know when when you have your own things do it do it big you know i encourage all of you i want to see all of you rise above me and come back and teach me a thing or two all right for now peace out enough love enough enough respect catch me on the next one take care till we talk bye